No, go ahead, Andy. Do do your song for everybody. <laughs> I like how I come up with something and you immediately want to punish Jamie. Do you have something that you could tell the class? Uh, yeah, exactly. Pass, passing notes over there. Do you have something to tell the class? Yeah. <laughs> 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 so Andy was singing uh, his version of the Boba Fett theme song. <laughs> so I, I had that moment where you know when you when the credits come on and you your brain kind of shifts out of gear and into neutral. Uh, mm-hmm. So today I'm like listening and I'm like, wait a minute. It's like, bo, 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 bo. And, and I was like, did I sit through six episodes multiple times and not notice this? What, that there's music? No, yeah. that there is a vocal, uh, a vocal embellishment in the credits that says Boba's name. Yeah, yeah. It's like so. For those that don't know mine and Andy's <laughs> personal history down to a T, for those that aren't me and Andy, yes. Fifteen years ago, I wrote an Andy song. <laughs> yes, <laughs> where I just all the lyrics are just Andy's name repeatedly. Andy. <laughs> Um, and yeah, no, Boba, Boba's name is all over this. Much like Andy Kaufman's theme music when he came out to wrestling, it was called Ballad of the Bobs. And it's just bum ba 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 And yeah, very similar. <laughs> so they must have got the same person to write this song. I was gonna say we're the only people to make this connection. Uh, I actually saw a tweet that said that there are lyrics to the Boba Fett theme song and they're both inspired and inspirational. and yeah the 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 lyrics are just boba repeatedly like matt damon from team america (laughs) wrote the song (laughs) in fact i'm pretty sure boba fett himself wrote it this is really impressive nobody saw that andy's dog wanted out of andy's office and he got a hockey stick and opened it yeah the chiefs are proud of you yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Charlestown Chiefs. <laughs> Good job, yeah. eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You let that it, dog out. Yeah, it's so uh, Andy. Two minutes for hooking. <laughs> <laughs> and a joke that only we get. Uh, <laughs> thank you for being part of our inside jokes. <laughs> yeah, in fact, the whole beginning of the show so far has just been about us. It hasn't even really been about Star Wars that much. Guys, is this the way? Chapter 7. We've reached the end of this show. Book of Boba Fett. Bo, I can't bo, imagine bo, there's a second. Bo, bo. <laughs> Boba. Yeah, I would love to hear the outtakes of the show's other ones. The Boba. Boba Fett. <laughs> Fett, Fett, Fett. Boba Fett. So uh, <laughs> we're delirious now. That's what seven episodes of the Book of Boba Fett will do to you. Chapter 7. Uh, in the name of honor. Yes. That, what an uninspired name, but there it is. In the name of honor, <laughs> the Rage Against the Machine episode of Boba Fett. It's uh, an hour long. It's Robert Rodriguez directing. Yes. It is action-packed. It That's is why 100% action-packed. Yeah, when you were like, we're going to have a lot to talk about. And I'm like, my note said, and then they fought. 
<laughs> repeatedly like it's all these little chapters of them and then I didn't they put sar- i didn't other. put i didn't put sarcasm like uh i didn't put any any punctuation around my sarcasm to yeah to and a lot of it. this episode just really reflects in influence it's like what is it not influence but um referencing earlier episodes of the same series yeah it's not too much digging further back than we've been digging back before just all things that we've dug up are now colliding yeah as it should be as yeah, it, it should bring be. it you, everything basically all these loose threads that we've been talking or yeah. we said that most of the loose threads are now being brought together and that's that's kind of you know ideally what you'd like in storytelling and you know for the most part we got that it's also what i just kept telling people like just wait wait it out yeah. it's coming it's coming like there people were mad that they weren't getting their payoffs and you're like yeah but you know they're not forgetting these payoffs. Yeah. It's, these it's, payoffs were pretty heavily <laughs> foreshadowed. Yes. And so especially, here we go. Especially if you are a listener uh, to, to our podcast. I feel like we've we've underlined and highlighted these things. So everyone's pay, getting they are now hooked into yeah. the payoff. Specifically our podcast and not other podcasts that do no. the exact same thing we do. <laughs> not at only, all. Only us. Not them. Not those other ones. <laughs> The way is this they're wrong yeah <laughs> just a knockoff <laughs> just total knockoff we start out this episode of most espa right where we left off where you yep. are now in the bombed bar that we yep. watched uh, get destroyed in the last episode and boba and fennec are standing there and they're trying to figure out with din and the mods what are they going to do you know boba fett's like we're yep. going to go back to my palace of course and the mods are like, no, here, you know, yeah. like, and I got to say they were wrong. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's more toys to be fought and destroyed there. Like and there's a lot more to be destroyed in that town yeah. that cannot be rebuilt. But I understand what they're like. The heart of it is here. It's almost like when you see towns have a riot, they're always in the middle of downtown because they're like, no, but this is where we congregate to fight. Same thing. And yeah. it makes sense. The show really was leading into this is going to be a battle for most Espa. So it should happen at most Espa. But let's be honest, too. There, there is there's we've gone through this um, Boba Fett not having not being on a litter, not having the sort of uh, implied respect. And so I think that one notion here is that if you stand and fight in the city, it's a little bit different than if you fall back and draw people to your palace uh, it definitely sure. the mayor Mock Shays would probably have liked that much, much better. Let's just say from yeah. the, the collateral damage that, <laughs> that we witness. But um, but I think that 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 really was where we were leading. And, and a lot of the discussion around Boba walking through the city um, definitely highlights that. The other thing, too, is the sanctuary felt a awful lot like the bar in uh, in Chapter eight of The Mandalorian. Uh, when they hold up in the in the bar ev- eventually, right? And uh, yeah, exactly. So, the end of so the I, first season, where they're just like all just destroyed, yep. and they're like, "Nope, this is our fortress." Yep. But and that in Mandalorian, they didn't have a palace to go back to. No, they didn't. They did not. <laughs> that was where they had to make a stand. So I know there's uh, almost a couple points where Mandalorian, you know, like Din Djarin should be like, "Again, <laughs> uh, we've already filmed this episode, guys, on my show," you know, but. They decide they're holding fort right there. And he's like, and good news, I talked to Cobb Vanth and the Freetown people are going to come save us. But we as the viewers know something happened after he left. 
And so we're like, oh, he doesn't know. And we're going to yeah. watch them go through peril. So it's like the all is lost moment is building. And of course, what a perfect time for Cad Bane to show up immediately. Yes. And be like, hey, remember me? You know, like, <laughs> and people who listen to our show are like, yeah, we do. And people that don't are like, who's this? Right. Like, and, <laughs> and that's why we exist. <laughs> exactly. And so he breaks it down. He's like, no, guess what? We're going to run spice for this place anyways. And I've been mad at Boba Fett. We've had a rivalry for a long time, which references well, how far back it really has been. And yeah. he wants to chime in. No, no. Well, so we, we, we had, we, we got to see an exchange with, uh, with Cad and uh, the leader of the Pikes before we, we see him kind of, uh, basically show up to draw Boba Fett out of the sanctuary. And Mm -hmm. in in that we get confirmation of what Fennec suggested in earlier episodes that the Pikes were the ones that actually took out the Tuscans and took out. Yeah, I was getting that. Yeah, exactly. So so anyway, reveals that the Nikto uh, bikers were not as guilty as once assumed. Totally. Although they are 100 percent destroyed. Yeah, 100 percent framed, 100 percent framed, completely destroyed. But we get sort of CAD, we get a little bit of a glimpse into how CAD's going to approach this. And in essence, he's going to do what he can to taunt and uh, and draw him out. Oh, he's getting into the head of his his enemy, which yes. we haven't really seen people do. Not like this for Boba Fett. No, 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 we haven't. Especially Nobody. they only see people really get in someone's head like this without the force. This is just like, oh, no, this is just good old double crossing. I have you distracted. Your emotions are getting the best of you. Yeah. Well, and this is somebody the other the other notion too. Like you said, nobody does this with Boba Fett. Nobody probably has uh, as good a history with Boba Fett, other than maybe like Bosk or Aura Singh or you know a few of the others that really know Boba from when he was a kid. Which and, yeah, we're not going to get that to a book of Bosk, which is coming in twenty twenty four. There's somebody out there that's really excited about that. By the way, yeah, someone heard that. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm going to get some tweet later. It's like, oh, correction. There's been no announcement for Book of Bosk. I'd like you to cite your sources. <laughs> there are no sources. I made it up. It was a joke. I would watch it. We would we would podcast about it, <laughs> which there is some foreshadowing of like, we want to keep all the damage of most Espa to a minimum. When they said that, I was like, oh, this this town's destroyed. <laughs> yeah, look out. <laughs> yeah, well, I was I'll get to it. We actually get to some more city damage. But we, then we go. And we get uh, the X-Wing approaching. Yeah. And Pelimoto's hangar is like, oh, an X-Wing's approaching. Oh, no. And I, like everyone else, as we're all led to believe, Luke Skywalker's here. Yes. You know, like, we oh, get yeah. excited for our CGI friend now. I and got then, excited. Course, Did you yeah. get excited? Oh, yeah. But it wasn't playing the Force theme. It wasn't no. playing Luke's song. I, like, And I, I was, was like, okay. And then we see R2. Yes. And I am like, we would be seeing a pilot for about now. Totally, totally. And the, just a, as, a, as a quick aside, so Carson, Carson Teva and, uh, and I think Reed was the name of the other, um, the other sort of Marshall slash, uh, slash X-Wing pilot. They show up in, uh, they show up in chapter uh, five, right? And mm-hmm. a lot of people were like, this is a total throwaway thing. It's not a big deal. And, you know, Pelly thinks that she's getting, she's basically going to get uh, cited here by a marshal. So she yeah. immediately is showing that. And so if you, if you have only watched the book of the Bo- book of Boba Fett, you're not going to be aware of all of, of their position. So them being in there had like sort of some purpose from a storytelling perspective. Yeah. And 
I have seen it mentioned on all the other sort of things already where it's like, oh, we thought we were going to get Luke Skywalker and R5 meeting again. Yeah. Because they haven't seen each other since he blew his motivator. Totally. And so that would have been really interesting. But we don't get that. We get our adorable friend Grogu, who we all love and adore. Yes. And she mentions that he's got his new. Yeah. Bright eyes. She mentions she doesn't like his name. She's never going to call him that. Which like everyone at Hasbro cheered, I'm sure. They're like, that's right. We make baby Yoda toys. We don't make no Grogu <laughs> toys. And so that whole audience is happy and appeased. But also, like she mentioned, the chainmail. Yeah. Which there's not really a good clear shot. There of, is. She pulls is she, there? Pull, she pulls his tunic down and we see it. Um just and, a bit. Yo, know, yeah, but enough enough to see it, right? I mean it's... Yeah, but I wanted it to be like enough where it has to be its own action figure. Oh, well, it's not going to be its own action figure, but no, it's not. But there's probably going to be what's the <laughs> I can't think of the name of the what's what's your Grogu, the, the company that makes your Grogu there. Oh, probably, Sideshow Collectibles. Sideshow Collectibles probably is going to have one that has a a reveal for the Mandalorian armor underneath. But <clears throat> we do see it. So mm-hmm. what we don't see is whether or not. Baby Yoda, that frog stealing uh, little uh, little <laughs> little foundling, stole uh, Yoda's egg lightsaber. munching. No, yeah. no, I'm, I'm just saying, like, just because we see the the chain, yeah, which doesn't mean I was immediately like, it. oh no, he's gonna get hit by a by something. Like, we're <laughs> he's gonna get shot direct. This is how foreshadowing works. Yes, we're gonna watch this guy get like pretty much like. Remember the end of uh, Back to the Future? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> where where doc gets shot and he's like oh they didn't know i was wearing the thing you know yeah. like thanks for the yep. letter marty i thought that was gonna be with grogu's ending of this it's not i'll tell you guys right now yeah that's yeah thank just, you yeah i thought he was gonna hold up marty's letter and be like <laughs> thank you for the letter cool <laughs> and so coos. <laughs> exactly but we also now know that he possibly has turned away from more force training yep. and we are going to see him like a lot in this episode. We weren't really sure how much we were going to see. No, no, we weren't. But hey, and we're he's also here. now aware, just like we're aware Cobb Vanth is not on his way. We yes. are aware Grogu's on his way. Totally. And of course, our heroes know none of this. None of them. Shh, don't tell them. They don't like spoilers. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're back to the sanctuary that's all in ruins. And Shan and Fett and Darn. Jarnal are talking about like, oh, are you gonna stay here with me? You're gonna leave me like the others. And then Jaren's like, no, the creed tells me that we have to do this. This is what we do. And, and the mods are like, we're here with you. Yeah. Well, in the mods, uh, yeah. So, but I, I love, I love uh, Boba. Uh, Boba has a have that little exchange there where he uh, he refers to it as uh, Bantha fodder, uh, I believe. <laughs> yeah, which has been said before. Where yes. Jabba. was that an earlier episode? Jabba said it. Uh, yeah, Jabba, yeah, Jabba said it. I think that I think there's. I, I mean, Jabba is the one that would have said it probably like quote unquote first, at least in live action. Um, it's yeah. a it's a line that's at the beginning of uh, Return of the Jedi, and and so I do think that it is like used as a callback in other places. So it's not the only place, but I I I loved Boba's. Uh, Boba has that. That was a moment of the like. Boba Fett, the anti-hero kind of a thing, right? Where yeah. he's he's both he's both a Mandalorian, 
and he treasures his armor and he's he has this connection to what's going on from a loyalty and solidarity perspective and yeah. at the same time he's like you actually believe in that like like it's the uh, it's like a some some sort of uh crazy wives tale or or you know like this a uh, childish thing and din i loved this din is is showing it like in the chapter name and or um in the name of honor din is din is still operating as though he's a mandalorian even though he has been ejected from his tribe yeah no very much i mean it's like i know this isn't exactly maybe it is exactly this but it's like when I've met people that have left the Mormon church, they don't just start drinking soda and everything and go crazy. Like they yeah. still hold some of the morality of it. He still is honoring the creed. Yeah. And so at this part, we got a uh, trash calling in on the comms to have all the locals like help them. But they instead have now turned on the city. We did not realize that the mafia had so many people in place within the city to be like, no, we are going to run spice through here. And so like, Everyone that we thought was going to be on the side to fight have now turned on our heroes. And that whole sequence, like I in in my head, I can't think of the the right video game comparison. But when mm-hmm. you have these missions and you know, like, and everybody's sort of split up in different places and they're gonna call in, uh, we see, you know, like this moment where we're like, oh no, but nothing's gonna get, <laughs> nothing's gonna get past us. Uh, yeah. and and then we have that, like, you can kind of feel the the like uh, maybe that's maybe we don't have enough people and and then <laughs> so yeah you're like you realize, feel prepared for the battle and then the first yeah. move in you're like we are not prepared for the battle yeah we're we're totally hosed anybody <laughs> who's watched college football both teams look like they're poised to win the first play and then sometimes in the first 30 seconds you're like it's ohio state we're, we can yeah. turn it off they're gonna yeah. win already and it's gonna be bad <laughs> it's gonna be 45 to 3 all right, guys. Thanks. Thanks for the four minutes of fun. And so, yeah, we see the whole city turn on them. We see the kids start to fight people. And um, Chris Anton, we start to yes. see fight a bunch of Tradosians. Yes. Which I thought he was going to go like ham, but yeah, I, he did not. I thought he was going down for sure. Um, I mean, this is one of those deals where it was just like, you know, like total Zerg, uh, like throw everybody at him and they're all piling on. Um, but you know, in essence, this is a moment where we start to get, uh, we're like, well, what's going to happen. And we get really an awesome sequence from Fennec Shand. Uh, we don't get to see what happens or how, uh, Fennec sort of, uh, bails Santo out, um, black Chrysanthemum, but we do get to see her bail out, uh, the mods and, uh, and just a, a pause, a moment of silence for the grammarian guards. Oh, dude, I think they don't die for a little bit further into the episode. But yeah, I was really sad to see them go. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I think that when, when. Oh, no, no, that is. Yeah, when, they. Yeah. When the mods get pinned down, then they all every, everything collapses. You're right. So, everything. Yeah. And then, like, I've really enjoyed so much uh, guards. The Gamarian yeah. guards were always a thing I liked in Return of the Jedi. It was just, I mean, I had one of the toys, so that helped. But they also looked like the toys. Like, they yeah. looked so goofily like men in suits. And so to watch them get pushed off a cliff, the both of them, it was yeah. very, uh, it was very saddening. That was a, it was a super sad moment. But the but the the key there is this is a coordinated attack, so it's not like for sure. So oh yeah, like, no, they they had chosen to surround the people. That, like they thought, like oh look, or the like, as far as the guards and Chrysanthemum and the mods are like we're the leaders of these people. But no, their people have now turned on them. And I thought this was the foreshadowing that 
Chrysanthemum was going to die. And so the whole too. episode, I was just locked in. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. The coolest thing that we just got from the series is going to go away already. Yeah. No, my, I can't my, have this. Oh, yeah. Not like this. Not, not like, like this. The, not like this. He deserves thing. better. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, then uh, Shiaz Major Domo is yes. back at the base and he's just like, hey, guys, I don't know if you know, but I went to college. You know, like, and it was a good one on Krishant and I can uh, negotiate. And they were like, oh, maybe we'll, we, we will use a negotiator. And he was so obnoxious. And I did think it was very funny. And then they prepared their bit. They like, gave him his tablet. They're like, all right, here's here's what you can go tell them. These are our terms to reach peace. And he walked out very very confident <laughs> and did as not someone as someone schooled in, in on coruscant would right that's exactly yeah, he what he you would expect pull some over on the uh, on the other guys yeah and much like me i don't proofread my text messages and then i read what i sent later and go oh that's not at all what i meant <laughs> and you can see him like be like oh no <laughs> i have to read that we're offering nothing we are about to wage in a full-out war, and I am the face of the one announcing it. Yes. Wonderful moment. That was, was a big, big payoff for me. As a guy moment. who's been mad at him the whole series. Yeah. You're like, way to go. So I, happy that Boba Fett sent him in like that. I love that Boba Fett sold him out, and uh, it was the perfect diversion. Yeah, absolutely. And then we got something that I've been waiting for the entire time. Yes. Jetpacks. Yes. Yeah, you don't give me a backpack with jets without showing me the backpack with jets in motion. And we watched The Mandalorian of Boba Fett just start destroying what is left. Like, you look like when you and your friend have Double Dragon, like, memorized, and so you're just going through and and just just, busting through the game. Just mowing people down. Yeah, because they have the high ground right now, which I thought they were never going to uh, let go of the high ground. Yeah, I but don't know that they when they do, <laughs> they should not have because once yeah. they did, that started to become more outnumbered. And I was like, this best car looks weaker than it has in the past series, but I'll let that be. I understand storytelling is what it is. Well, you know, my my take was uh, these are maybe these are high velocity rifles. Um, they're the rifles they're using aren't necessarily the kind of stuff that we normally sort of see, at least in the tropes from what's on the Empire side. So I was like, oh, you know, hey. Pikes run the black market. Uh, mm-hmm. Their 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 uh, underworld connections maybe got them slightly better um, weapons, and so you know, fair enough. Uh, but we do, you know, we do get a little bit of of hey, this is a this is a struggle. Uh, we also get a little bit of the fact that they're outnumbered. Um, but yeah. we get neat arts. Uh, everybody loves a good neat art, and, yeah. Uh, and we even get kind of a a awkwardly like weird knee dart where it's not him it's not him like popping his knee down in like a i loved stance. it he got to Did a you... sweet little mega man pose and shot yeah. him out while firing his gun <laughs> at the same time it was that... like mega man jumping except he was still on the ground i that loved it is, that is the, i was just gonna say though that is the kind of thing though once i figured out how to do that in a video game i would do that over and over if i could yeah, he pushed a and b at the same time totally that's exactly what happened <laughs> And I love him for it. Like, and it's like, oh, well, that's the statue that's going to be released. <laughs> that's the $250 statue. We all see at the comic book store and we go, 
I wish you could buy that. Who would buy that? Yeah. You know, and then when you actually walk in, you're like, I'm going to buy it. You look at it, you're like, you know, $250 goes a lot further in other ways. But that's, but he looked like the statue you'd want to purchase and then choose not to. <laughs> and then at that moment, we get some, uh, some lasers coming out of nowhere. We're like, what's happening? And we get an armored speeder. Totally. With a bunch of the guys from Freetown, driven yeah. by the bartender, of course, like a Muppet cameo. Yeah. <laughs> and this the is bartender speed- who's shown this is no. This speeder from. This is the speeder from like early, early on in New Hope too. By the way, like mm-hmm. uh, so, is it the same one? Um, it's it's modified to have that turret in the in yeah. the, like the passenger section. But I think it's like a I think it's a I want to say it's a V thirty five. But um, but I it is like we we see that when we get to Mos Eisley in A New Hope. Now I think that's the the can the that's comes comes at and through uh the camera frame before we really move into nice. the city. So it's it's just one of those things where exactly like we want, right? Where it's where it's callback to the different things. It's the, you know, I'm emptying out my toy box. Uh I'm gonna use all the things that I've got from you know wherever they were from in the movies. And it was really cool to see that because you know really we're we're at that point where we're like, well maybe Freetown is gonna just you know not yeah. show up. For sure. And they did. I did not see that coming. And it was all the the extras. Everybody, they got their $200 for the day, got another $200 for another day. Love that here in Los Angeles. Anonymous crate dragon, uh, crate dragon slayers. So, yeah, uh, central casting will tell everybody, like, you know, they invited our extras back. And so now they're back. And then now all of our injured numbers come back. The mods back. Yep. We got Krishantan back. And then Jarn's like, ah, I wouldn't celebrate just yet. And then we see some very episode one looking droids. Yes. Now, have we seen these in the cartoons? We have not seen these. Uh, these these were in concept art, I believe. Um, I think it was Ryan Airy that pointed out they were in one of the complete droid uh, reference books. But they're okay. they're I think they're they're like a scorp. They're meant to be a scorpion droid. So they're a variation on droidicas because that we saw in um, in the beginning of um, of Phantom Menace. Yeah, they were like they, pawns, they, you know, yeah. like they were just rolling into the hallways, shooting and but like just the force and to the side. Yeah, which they I thought we were going to get a little bit of that. Go totally. Ahead. They look an awful lot like the the killer robot at the end of um, Robocop. Um, but, you know, like uh, there there are like I think they're it's I think they're thinner scorp- and sleeker and on keto. No, yeah, it, totally. They're on keto for sure. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we we get this like kind of like moment of like, oh, crap, because they've got shields and um, it's. Yeah, very, we very see clear. their four shields and people are not getting through it. Yes. <laughs> We're even wasted a backpack missile. Are you kidding me? I could not believe that he wasted a backpack backpack missile on this thing uh, i was so upset even when he fired it, i'm like if the shields are still up that's yeah. what you do when the shields are down yeah, it doesn't I, matter you what your Metroid? range finder tells you man this this is not gonna go through yeah and you're then, gonna hit it you're just not gonna do any damage and then you have this moment right where we we see as star wars fans the sort of futility of uh shielded opponents right and so you teased me about my love for awkwardly honking too long and i I feel i feel like people shooting at something that's clearly not going to allow you to shoot through it and then keeping doing it is has about as much effect as honking when you're in gridlock traffic 
right? <laughs> There's nowhere that you can go. And you're like, I'm going to honk anyway, just to show my displeasure. So I feel like I remember just even like, thinking when I was doing this, like, well, it's not like there's ammunition in the Star Wars universe. The guns just recharge. <laughs> That's fine. But it is. So, yeah, they were firing like me trying to play um, laser tag, but the, the target's a little off. Surely one will break through. No, no, they do not. But also now we got people attacking them from behind. And yeah. That's seeming to get a little bit of motion. The dark saber shows up, in which we, I thought we were going to get a real saves the demon with the dark saber. Totally, I negative. So no, well, it's and also like, it's an also an energy weapon, right? And so that yeah. was really the the sort of piece that we're trying to look at. Like everything they're throwing at them, missiles, you know, but yeah. your, your your choking hazard backpack missile is is not going to do it. Uh, energy weapons are not going to do it. And so in essence, that's this moment of like, well, what is, what's the lesson, right? Just for the sake of jokes. Yeah. Wouldn't it have been fun if that backpack missile actually would have choked one of the, like <laughs> some one of the one creature, like if they fired it and it choked them. And then we all know that that's because it was a choking hazard, which is why the missile never came out of the action figure. Amazing. That would just be, to but... make that kind of fun. <laughs> so, so there's a Clone Next Wars episode. Season, please do that. Go. Ahead. I, I hope so. There's a Clone Wars episode where where Anakin basically is training uh, gorillas uh, insurgents in, in to to fight droidicas and and others and and other um, separatist droids, and mm -hmm. they actually um, they actually show how you need to be able to roll um, these like the EMP grenades that will like knock out uh, electrical systems that how you have to roll them at the right pace to make hmm. it through the shields. And so nice. I thought for a moment that we were going to get, you know, because I feel like Mandalorians are like the Batman of the star Wars universe. They have all these crazy, amazing toys, uh, no parents, Batman, no parents. And, and so I'm like thinking, okay, one, do you plant a bomb and then get them to walk over it? Uh, you mm -hmm. know, like they move over it. That was the thing I was waiting for because we've seen, you know, that Din's got charges and everything else. Um, and then I was like, oh, oh, uh, maybe we can get something like that. And then we realized they're in major trouble. Mm -hmm. And and the attack, in essence, is like we have to split them up because two of these things mm -hmm. at us is really going to just take us out completely. For sure. And if I can get a little... uh Boba Fett score music from you, Andy, real fast. Bo, 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 okay, bo, and then these monster bo, hands bo. come up around the building. <laughs> <laughs> ba, 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 da, da. And we get a rancor. We get his big, ugly face. Yes. And of course, we get Boba Fett riding. Yes. Which I thought was going to come way later in the episode. I was like, already? Sweet. Yeah. We get to play with this toy. Yes. It, it was a very like it was a very Star Wars Godzilla moment for me, like Star Wars Godzilla and oh, Star Wars know, Godzilla happens later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but but I mean, like this moment of of, you know, Mecha, uh, uh, Mechazilla and Godzilla face off, uh, you know, like that, that part, like you for know. sure. Oh, yeah. And now at this point, they are destroying these buildings. Yes. This yeah. is where I was reminded of Team America heavily. Yes. Or if you don't but, remember in Team America, every time they went into a city, they would fight their enemies, but they would miss many shots and just obliterate the town. And yeah. as they were like patting themselves on the back, like we did it, we won. 
all the town folk are looking at the buildings like, but our houses are destroyed. Yeah. Everything's just taken out. And this is, you know, like they're, it's just unbelievable, the the carnage, right? It almost makes you wonder at what point, like, what are we even defending? You're destroying the town that you're defending anyways. Yeah. And so, but the Rancor has enough power to take down the shields enough that we can destroy one of those scorpion droids. And then at that point, that's when Din Djarin comes up from behind and gets through the shield yeah. a little bit and is able to attack it a bit. And now we're seeing Grogu step up. Totally. I forgot the whole... I don't know what point I forgot to write down that they reunited. Oh, yeah. So they... Uh, okay, so if you want to all back... the madness of oh, five yeah, minutes yeah. ago when everyone was separated. Yes. When Din Djarin was running around the town, he came out with... Uh, so he saw Pelimoto and went towards her to like get her out of here. Go, 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 go. Yeah. So, 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 um, well, we can pause for a moment. I don't know if we want to, if we want to play around with editing, but when they split up, Din says, I'll distract, I'll distract this, this one and take it away. Yeah. Uh, and so that's when we end up with the situation where Din is basically hightailing it, trying mm-hmm. uh, his best to draw one of these scorpion droids, scorpioticas or whatever the heck they're called. Um, and, and pull it away. Is it a scorpedic? Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, it was close. Um, and so it's, uh, it's then that we get the rickshaw droid and Peli uh, and Peli and Peli's expecting him to be excited and he is not. <laughs> yeah, he's yelling at her the way she's never dealt with him yelling at her. Yeah, and then Grogu and him see each other, and Grogu jumps into his arms very force romantically. Jump. Yeah, force jump. Yeah, force jump. And it is super cool. And he notices that he's wearing the armor and he's like, Gotcha, I didn't realize it would. And yeah. so, like, it was a total reuniting of the moment where you're, you're like, which is great to launch into season three. Yeah. To be like, look, our beloved hero friends are together again. Now, fast forward a couple minutes, I'm not going to change the editing on that people yeah, understand fine. they're listening yeah they'll f- and now yeah grogu steps up to do the force at this moment to protect din jaren and i really was like is it going to be like luke skywalker where he made that uh droid collapse inside of itself or yeah. is it going to be like episode one where he just moves his hand and then that droid just flies against the wall and shatters into 100 pieces and he does an even more grogu move and he goes i want that ball socket right there it just pulls out the ball socket in it. So now it can't stand up and it's now incapacitated to be easily destroyed. And he's yep. got a toy. And I understand that. I understand wanting a toy. That makes sense yeah, to me. Make, makes total sense. And you know what? Uh, Sideshow is going to have a uh, Grogu with that knuckle joint. Yeah. And, cha- and just to show Andy, <laughs> the Sideshow I have has a little ball in it. Oh, in it his does. Hand that you can take out. Yeah. Oh, nice. And uh, that is an important part of this episode is that Grogu is reunited with the shifter knob. Yep. Absolutely. All the toys are back together. <laughs> but this is the part that really where it comes down to and becomes really important is this is where Boba Fett turns his corner, gets knocked off by the Rancor, but now he's face to face with Cad Bane. Yes. And we find and out Cad really, Bane- really the Rancor don't like fire. Like that was the oh message, yeah yeah that's, message yeah, I that's, got. yeah that's how they got him off is they I did not realize that was their weakness yeah I did not realize they were a water Pokemon yeah that's totally it right <laughs> well, I mean they're they, you know we we at least our point of reference is 
the the we get from Danny Trejo or, or I should say Machete in I think episode three maybe it was four uh, mm. or chapter three chapter four um, you know that the witches of Dathomir rode these so it's Swamp Planet um, you know fire you know Swamp Planet dark I would say that that's a good indication that a beast is going to not really take kindly to uh, flamethrower we know you know flamethrower being a pretty common uh, common bounty hunter weapon, primarily bounty hunters that would have to deal with Jedi. And Kevin yeah, and we've seen exactly their exactly that. Yeah, we've seen the Mandalorian use it a lot in really great ways. Yep, we haven't seen it go against a Mandalorian like this. No, no, we have not. And so now that they're at their stand down, you know, and he like is able to, Cadbane's able to get into his head a little bit. They decide they're going to fight. He talks about how he's hated him forever, and he shouldn't have like he lets him know that he got to. Cobb Vanth and he shouldn't have taken Cobb Vanth's armor. Yep. So now he knows Cobb Vanth was attacked. He was unaware of that. He was unaware of why Cobb Vanth wasn't there to begin with. They start to get into a... At first it was looking like it was going to be an old school draw. Yeah. But it is definitely not because they can take the shots. And the Tusken Raider training comes into play. Totally. Totally. Well, I mean, Boba Boba basically calls out the obvious here, right? Which yeah. is, you know, in essence, like I have armor, which, uh, you know, a little bit of a nod to Cobb. Cobb did not have that armor, uh, and Boba does, and sure. uh, and then we get a little bit of exchanges that really help us understand that what you know a lot what some fans may know, but a lot of fans don't, that they really, you know, like they really did have uh, this history of working together and doing jobs in the past. And in essence, you know, we get the, the line from Boba, I'm not a kid anymore. Uh, he calls him old man. And, you know, we get, uh, we get, you know, some trash talk uh, leading up to, to this, uh, to this sort of, of quick draw. Right. And yeah. Cad wants to find out, you know, who's, who's faster. And Fennec is not here to tell him, Hey, maybe this is not the best thing to do. Yeah. But also just because Cad's faster at the draw doesn't mean he can't. He can just beat Boba. No, no. Which Boba, because Boba's got the Gaffy stick and knows how to use it very well. And Cad is unaware of how impressive and important that will be in this fight. And totally. then he he really hasn't seen him with a Gaffy stick. I don't think he's ever fought him with one before. I'm unaware oh, no. of any fight oh, no, no, no. between that. No, no, no. He wouldn't, right? Because that would be completely out of the... I mean, so, <laughs> so if anything we've learned in this episode, right? The, mm-hmm. or, or I mean, in the in the series, right, is, um, you know, like the Boba's transformation, the Gabby Snick is completely a new a new mm-hmm. thing to sort of Boba's arsenal. And so, you know, we have this moment because Boba runs back to the palace to get the Rancor. He's got a new uh, he's he's got a new rocket. So I, I had a moment where I'm like, OK, Robert, are you guys directing? What if Boba just takes him out with a rocket and is just like, boom. Like you're done. I would love that. That'd be so fun. <laughs> so I had a brief moment where I thought, w- would would that be would that be something that Robert Rodriguez would be able to get past uh, mm-hmm. Filoni and Favreau? And I was like, probably not. That's not going to yeah. really fit with the old west, uh, the old west showdown kind of vibe. Uh, but yeah, you're right. The the gaffy stick comes in to be the the thing that saves Boba again. Yeah, like it's able to take him down. Season. He's able to impale him. I don't, I don't know if uh, spoilers. He Cat Bane <laughs> dies right now. And I'm actually really mad as a viewer. You know, like Star Wars giveth and Star Wars taketh away. Well, I would say this. If Star Wars has told us or if Star Wars has taught us anything, 
you are not dead until someone actually confirms that you are dead. So we have we have Cad who who looks dead, um, uh-huh. but you know, Chrysanthemum ripped a Trandoshan's arm off, and you know that would be a big deal if you didn't know that Trandoshans can grow their arms back. Uh, so Cad maybe survives. Um, there's a. I would hope a, so. I really want to see a lot more Cad Bane in this live action stuff. Totally, totally. So we see this. You know, there's a there's an indicator light and there's a, a red light going off. Now, you know, there's a lot of there were a lot of of things about fan fan theories about, you know, this being a distress signal. Um, so I, I think there's something along the lines of of if Cad is killed, there's a there's a distress signal that goes out. So one, uh-huh. you know, so it could be signaling somebody that we don't even know, but it could also be signaling his droid that we would normally see Cad with Toto 360. Uh-huh. And, and so, you know, like we had this moment where there's the potential for off screen. Toto 360 to come in, swoop up, take uh, CAD, and then bring him to a mod shop or yeah. revive him in some way. So it may not be the last time we've seen CAD, at least in the storyline. I do tend to think he's dead. But the interesting thing about this is because we have all these interlocking stories along a particular wide uh, timeline, CAD could show up in live action now um, and it wouldn't be a big deal. Like he, or, or I mean, it, it is plausible, right? Cad could yeah, be and I was definitely Andor. thinking about like, well, they make Star Wars in all of these different timelines. Yep. So just because he's this, we see his death early doesn't mean we won't see a lot of his life later. Yeah. So he's also a place, so likable as a villain that there's yeah. a there's a place for him to have his own spinoff if they really wanted to. To totally. And and the other thing too is we we know from at least the three series or the three seasons of the two series that we have to us that that when possible, Filoni will go to, to these characters, uh, you know, uh-huh. creates Ahsoka. Ahsoka ends up dropped into an episode we didn't expect. Uh, so Cad could drop into an episode we don't expect um, in one of those other series. So I, I don't know that it's, I, or I should say, I hope it's not the last time we've seen, uh, seen him because they really pulled him off well. And I think that if, if anything, you know, I know a lot of people weren't happy with what, where the series sort of ended up. But seeing Cad Bane in live action, like if you start to reel off some of the things that we've seen in this in this season, if you told if someone told you that at the beginning, people would be like, yeah, sign me up. So I do think that yeah. we've seen a lot of cool stuff. Uh, it may not have happened sort of in the order and the pace that people wanted, but it's definitely I feel like off. if somebody watched this, I mean, I don't want to give the review of the episode. Yeah, now, yeah. We still have episode left. But if we were to show this episode to somebody. And then be like, hey, that's the last episode of the seven. You want to watch the other six? They'd be like, oh, my God, yes. Yeah. And they wouldn't, they maybe wouldn't understand if we were mad. But people were just like unsure if this payoff would happen. Yeah. So now that Cad Bane is dead, we go to our Rancor who is running around. Yes. I mean, pun or not pun intended, in a rampage like the video game. Totally. Climbing up 100%. the building. destroying them. rampage. <laughs> totally. I mean, it's fully a King Kong like if that's not a king kong reference i don't know what it's you know like oh, yeah. he's just missing the airplanes well, and they're shooting at him and dinjar and flies up there and uh you know hands off grogu and goes ah yeah watch my baby yeah hold my beer and then hold my beer <laughs> yeah and he goes up to try to ride the rancor i yeah. mean mandalorians have ridden mythosaurus so i understand it but then the rancor is like ah, i want to bite your head instead Yes. Much like we've done with all of our action figures. <laughs> we realize the Rancor can't be trusted with action figures because he just chews on the head. Exactly. And he doesn't um, get through the Beskar armor. 
no. awesome that he doesn't, but also like, oh, I didn't like seeing him get his head chewed on. Yeah, I didn't like that either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then we get Grogu making the cutest walk he's made uh, since uh, I want to say episode like chapter nine of Mandalorian. Yeah. Where yeah. he like walks up with cute authority. And the Rancor is like, oh, I am now entranced by Baby Yoda. I would like a toy of this, please. And instead, he puts his hand up and goes, you'll have to buy one on Amazon and wait nine months. And the Rancor falls asleep and waits for his Baby Yoda toy to come from Amazon. It took nine months. That's a personal story I'm referencing in my own life. And (laughs) (laughs) I loved this. Uh, You know, people, some folks, you know, so... Uh, plays into the force uh, notion very, very well. This idea of being able to be very much. Experience. And in fact, a reference to Anakin using yeah. a charm on a critter in episode two. Yes. Anakin used it. Um, we see, we see Ezra being able to pacify animals in rebels. Mm-hmm. You know, we see Ray healing that snake in, uh, in chapter nine. So, you know, like I do, uh, I do think that's one of the, the pieces here. The other notion I thought was really interesting is we're we're seeing stuff from you know like so people people are kind of like hey you know baby Yoda didn't didn't spend that much time with Luke um I do feel like that line that Luke says to Ahsoka is kind of a key moment where I don't feel like he's learning I feel like he's remembering uh mm-hmm. so you know in essence I think that what that's to, true what we have to remember is he had a lot more training and a lot more time than we may have given him credit for and really what was what you know there was a situation where that was being blocked and so you know like that so because I, I had gotten i seen a few people be like, very much well even in the earlier episodes of mandalorian he's doing some pretty intense force yeah. use so he is aware that he has this power and knows a little bit how to use it and i also verbally said while watching it and he's like face to face with the rank i'm like size matters not yes you know like and which is the lesson Luke gave him the episode before. And you're like, there yep. we go. Size matters yeah. not. And much like, uh, That's a great like I that. said, last episode, you know, like he protects, he attacks, yep. he snacks, he naps. Yeah. He fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Dude fell asleep before the credits. Like my dad in the movie, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> he was just done. He was like, all right, I did my rancor thing. Um, let me know when we, when we get to the cut sequence. <laughs> and so now we go back to Moise Isley. Yes. We're in the desert survey office and the syndicates are announcing that they're retreating the forces and that they're, uh, we've now kind of won, you know, like we are, everybody's just like, they're pulling back the leadership and you're like, all right, cool. And then all of a sudden a blaster fires through and kills one of them. And then a couple more blasts. And then I didn't know that you could hang one of these what are what are the critters that look like snails oh ithorian right yeah yeah i didn't know that you could hang an authorian i didn't realize that they had an esophagus right there but lo and behold apparently they do yeah, yeah actually you can just <laughs> apparently choke they them have, out like a person apparently they have four throats that feed into their two stomachs which cad bane uh in in a, a small uh slam uh uh to to mock shays makes some comment about his if his two stomachs can handle this uh, earlier but yeah i yeah. i i find it interesting that that you can you know hang and choke an, an ethereum or a hammerhead if you will um yeah i will say this right um so i was you know i i was sort of waiting for the rancor 
But I had a brief moment where I was like, oh, yeah, Fennec. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we have all this action. And you're like, oh, yeah, I uh, master assassin. Uh, you know, like we get a chance to actually see why Fennec, Fennec has that title. Um, uh-huh. And she basically takes them all out. Yeah, she comes out. She's like, hey, don't forget, I'm a cold-blooded killer. Yeah. And she's like, you are. You are a total badass. Yeah. Super don't cool. forget, if she had been running the show, the spice would flow. Uh, right? So we, we we didn't talk a lot about that, but Boba, Boba really was, you know, trying to go on the straight and narrow. Cat uh, even kind of calls him out for going straight. Uh, but yeah, so I loved, uh, I loved that as an end where we go, oh, yeah. And then we go back to Moist Eisley and we see Fennec and Shand walking the streets and the town people are like super thrilled to see him. Well, we're, you know, it's we're, good to be the king. Yes. It's, I mean, you're like, you know, you may have may you may have caused more property damage in Mos Espa than uh, ever before. But um, you stood and fought with us as people. And, mm-hmm. you know, hey, uh, the, the respect that Boba wanted at the very beginning has now been completed. We get yes. that that point with walking out there on his regular feet like he wanted you know helmet off like all those things yeah, not with like the way, way that the huts were doing it yeah he was getting it his way and now he has his friends sort of watching over the different parts as opposed to all the different species looking over the different parts which i found very funny that chrysanthemum is looking over the trandosian part yeah because those are the <laughs> trandosians are the ones that hunt the wookies yeah. <laughs> and someone he ripped the arm out of and they're like yeah yeah you go make sure the trandosians are keeping you know he's gonna be a heavy enforcer totally but i i really did like that as a as a you know like hey kind of a deal of of hey this is i'm gonna do this on my terms and he actually got uh in Mm -hmm. essence this is boba's boba city this is boba's people uh he's like sort of amongst the people uh if you ever see these like news specials where they had the person who you know you know walks through a town and they you know everybody's saying hi to him kind of a thing i i loved that kind of a quality um, you know, he, he gets the the Melu, uh, Meluren, Ren, uh, lemon uh, and or melon, sorry, and mm-hmm. shares that with with uh, with Chrysanthemum. Um, and then we get a little uh, appearance of the Ratcatcher droid. And so we, we kind of had this moment uh, an almost like manga anime series moment where the the sort of uh, motley crew that Boba we've met throughout the series that Boba has taken in are kind of all there for an assembled like Boba's Boba's house or Boba's crew kind of shot at the very end. So, you know, I don't think we're going to see a season two, but there was kind of a moment where we're like, Oh, you know, everything worked out in the end uh, kind of a deal. And and I loved the, that notion. And so the funny thing to me is if you, if you're in star Wars and you have a bunch of people like that, you almost, there's always a droid, right. In rebels, Mm -hmm. there's chopper, um, you know, like in, uh, in, so, you know, all that, when they put together kind of like the, the, the crew of people. So we got our, uh, rat catcher droid who earlier had shut himself off. We were worried about what happened to him. Well, now yeah, we know. he's like, Hey guys, closure. Good. Yeah. Life's good. I really, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I'm part of the group. And, uh, and I thought it was a decent place for us to be like, okay, cool. We have, yeah. we, and then we, we get, our yeah. Story. yeah. Then we get a little bit of leading into the next yes. thing which is Din Djarin's flying away Grogu's yeah. in the, the little thing that's been now changed modified yeah. from being allowed to be like a droid hub now it's just a little bubble for for baby Yoda to sit in and he's like hey can we go fast now and they may as well have just played born to be wild you know like yeah. if it was Guardians of the Galaxy that's exactly what would have happened 
And they went a little joyride. How fun. And then we get the we got the credits. Yep. And then we get a little end scene there where there's a back to tank. And I'm like, oh, please let it be Max Rebo in the back to tank. <laughs> I honestly thought it was going to be our furry friend, Kashantan, in there. Just like a bunch of hair floating in there. Well, that was the one thing in the in the little in the little sequence there at the end where they're all like kind of are like, hey, wasn't that, you know, interesting mm-hmm. since we see Chrysanthemum, I think that was kind of a, a nod to, OK, we know the back to we know the back to pod isn't isn't in use. I thought there was a slim chance that it would be Garza Fwip in the back to pod. Oh, that'd I'll, be fun. I'll just offer you as a as an aside. So when they were like coming kind of coming up, I was like, oh, you know, like, is that who we're going to see? But no. No, we're not. We're going to see an important character, a character that Aaron didn't think was actually going to be important. Yeah. In fact, I'll go as far as say, I didn't think he was worth putting in the bank to tank. And <laughs> I'm still not sure he's worth putting in a bank to tank, but Boba does. So we got Cobb Vanth in there. Yeah. I loved it. And then dun, 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 we got a Thundercat, the yep. bass player. Yep. He's back. <laughs> yeah, he's going to modify something. Cobb took some damage and needs to have some mods to live. And I was more excited to see Thundercat get there twice than I was to see Cobb Yeah, I bet. I mean, it's it's nice, you know, like to for for Thundercat to get both of those. And, you know, I think there was it's, it's kind of funny where you were seeing we've gotten to the point now where when people are making predictions for finales, it's like they're making predictions about what the end credit scene is going to be. Uh, uh-huh. And and I liked that it wasn't a direct marketing lead in to the news that we got anyway today, which is, uh-huh. you know, the release date for um, for Obi-Wan. But uh, so we May we 25th for yes. the listener. If yeah. you're listening and you don't know that it's May 25th will be yeah. the first episode of Kenobi, which will I got. I have to guess that's when this podcast comes back. Yeah, I would say right? we'll be May 26th. That sounds about right. Andy and I haven't talked about that uh, off podcast, but oh, I'd love to do it. We'll get it. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, we'll, we're gonna do it. Yeah, we'll find sure. a way. Yeah, we'll we'll find a way, and that will will definitely. Yeah, I will go will, back and on employment to make sure that happens. <laughs> we will find a way for that to happen, but yeah. So uh, I I I can't help but think it's not been announced yet, but I can't help but think that Cobb Vanth or characters from it won't be called book of boba fett but i i do think that we we talked a little bit about this like if there was a name an umbrella name for them that was like the continuing adventures of star wars or things things john and dave always wish they could do um you know like that would be uh, i think you know i think everybody would sign up for that blue milk soup for the soul I, I like I like Star Wars Underworld, which is uh which is an old thing that they had floated around back in, um back early on early on in like the prequel days, but um was one of these things where they were talking about like tales of, of Underworld. Um so it I think that that we we may have because Range of the Range of the New Republic is not happening, uh maybe we're gonna end up with something that would be kind of a rotating, you know, a rotating sort of uh, deal here, right? Um that so so maybe Cobb maybe what we're getting a tease for is Cobb is going to be a Rangers, a Ranger of the new Republic. Um, some folks had called out. Oh, that, that'd be nice. 
Yeah, that some people have called out that his belt buckle is incorporated in the in the actual medallion that the Rangers of the New Republic wear. That was the one that was oh. given. The one that was given to Cara Dune. So like, there's a possibility. I'm sorry, she's not in the universe anymore. Yeah, yeah, I know. Sorry, uh, we don't. The name we don't speak of. Um, but but yeah. So I, th- I think there's a slight possibility that we may end up with we may end up with Cobb Vanth. In, in, in what if there's a show thing. called Knights of the New Republicans and it starred Cara Dune? <laughs> I'm not editing that out. I'm keeping that. It'd be on Dis- Disney minus. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. I have to steal your. I have to steal your joke. Callback. Uh, season or to chapter five. <laughs> but but yeah. So like, uh, I'm super excited about where things are going. Um, I know a lot of people didn't really. Uh, I think you know. I've seen. I've seen things like you know. For the people who've been Boba Fett fans for 30 years, is this the series they deserve? Um, you know, maybe not the series they deserve, but uh, I enjoyed this and uh-huh. and I'm happy that it exists. And I'm glad I would rather it exists in its flawed well, give me form. an out of 10 for this episode and then give me an out of 10 for the whole series. OK, so I would say for this episode, this was a nine. OK, uh, for me, I'm on the edge. Like I almost gave it an eight, but I feel like there was so much action uh that that mm-hmm. the hour flew by and we got an hour so you know nine for just yeah given, given us i was feeling hour. the same because i was like yeah. we got a great hour action-packed i yeah. wouldn't change this episode one bit but for some reason it doesn't leave me at this i can run a mile in four minutes right now because i'm so excited about star wars to- to- totally 100 percent. and but i got everything i wanted i got yeah. everything i wanted, and there's so many cool moments and i never in a million years would have thought i would have gotten so much cool rancor stuff yeah. And I've always loved the Rancors. As somebody who loves Return of the Jedi, this is a great series. I've really enjoyed. So this episode, I'll go ahead and match it a nine. And I'm going to give this series eight and a half out of ten. Okay. I, I, I was going to say, like, you know, this will sound contradictory, especially for everybody that's living to listen to all seven uh, of our episodes. I give it an eight. Um, uh-huh. I, again, like, I love that it exists. Um, I do think one of the things that is is interesting, right? I will also let the listener know Andy has dated several eights and committed heavily to them. So I see uh, no reason that that should not be known. <laughs> hey, uh, of course, but but uh, uh, eights are actually Andy's type. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sounds good. So, <laughs> um, I don't know. Or, or, okay, so I'll give you this. Uh, so my nephew, my nephew oh, will always kind of talk me down when I'm when I get on my rage about uh, Phantom Menace or the prequels or whatever. Right. And I'm mm-hmm. always going to always usually going to ramble and say mean things about them. Uh, yeah. But Dave Filoni's now talking to you now. Well, I would just say that for folks that feel like they the, the prequels are unloved, uh, we got a lot of fan service for the prequels in this. Series. Oh, yeah. So a ton. I, I think there's, you know, at least there's. There's something for everyone, if not the Boba Fett fan of 30 years, but there's something for everyone. Yeah. If you're a Boba Fett fan of 30 years and this still isn't going to get your goat, nothing is. And that's yeah. fine. Yeah, but okay. just don't think you're going to get the exact thing you want. Yeah. You're not going to get anything more Boba Fett than this. It is pretty Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty Boba Fett. And uh, people are like, Oh, but the best episode is with the Mandalorians in it. Yeah, you still got those episodes. Feels like yeah. I got two free episodes of Mandalorian. Totally. Not I, mad I, about that at all. Super and you know, cool, actually. 
one thing that you know we when we ended when we ended season 16 you know we were sort of we were sort of puzzled about where what was what was season three going to be right and we were like you know like he you know grogu's gone is it gonna is there gonna be no grogu um and there were a lot of questions to be totally honest and Mm -hmm. i'm glad that we had the crossover because now we have a reasonable a reasonable position for us to imagine where we might be come chapter 17 uh for uh, season three and and i'm happy that we got that sure absolutely I'm really excited. I'm excited for where Mandalorian's going. Totally. I'm excited for Kenobi. I'm excited for all these things. Andor. Oh, Andor's going to be so cool. Yeah, and Battle for Andor. That's going to be great. <laughs> Andor. Not Andor. I know. Andor is going to be cool. I know, but I, I thought, you know. Yeah, I understand. thought I could throw in a Star Wars joke there. So, totally. Yeah, I was like, the thing is like, there's no other place I can throw in these kinds of Star Wars jokes, Andy. And in fact, the fact that I throw in so many Star Wars jokes in episode, it's really. I feel like you I save mean, them. You get to, you get to, it's an outlet, right? You have, you have, you have an outlet for all your Star Wars jokes. Yeah, exactly. Thank God. Oh my God. <laughs> my roommate should thank you guys for listening to this. So he doesn't have to. Cause he doesn't care hey. about Star Wars at all. And he's like, Hey man, how you doing? And I'm like, Oh, Grogu's going through a thing. <laughs> And he's like, oh, is that a friend of yours from work? And I'm like, you have no idea. <laughs> Listen here, bright eyes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to go inside my room and play with my toys. And he's like, I just keep paying the rent on time. Andy, is this the way? Uh, it's the way to March 25th. No one's paying <laughs> to do a cheap plug. 